for it to be This is small town music This is big town music He's ahead of his time, you know But he can't use it If only he could prove it Well, tomorrow's just a song away A song away A song away Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And I'm Kyle Dotson. And it's just the two of us tonight. It is? Yeah, <laughs> yes, Kyle. We only have two mics uh, working, and presently there's no one in that third chair. That's true. Uh, I'm the third chair on Never Not Funny, so I might be bopping back and forth between these two chairs. <laughs> okay. I might interview myself. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, we're going to go it alone tonight. Yeah. We uh, tried to get someone to come in here. Uh and uh, everyone's busy. Everyone's got stuff to do but you and me. Yeah. So we're going to do this, but we're going to have fun tonight. We're doing, doing an episode tonight. I'm calling, going to call this show uh, Hard and Heavy. That's good. Just like my balls. <laughs> uh, and some listeners requested uh, some songs. Yeah. And good. I, yep. And I put, a, I put a hashtag out there. I hope people know that that hashtag was for uh, to be <laughs> funny because the hashtag is... Uh, you want to tell them what the hashtag is? The hashtag Rock Solid Podcast Metal Request for Kyle to Play. I was thinking about I was gonna make it I was gonna make the hashtag so big that you wouldn't even be able to you wouldn't have enough <laughs> make it like a hundred and forty yes, character yeah. hashtag. You wouldn't be able to uh, request anything. Before we start though, I just wanna uh, I haven't thanked people in a while, people that have donated. So I wanna just uh, and if I look if I thanked you before, so be it. I'm gonna thank you again. Uh, Josh Fitzgerald donated some cash to us. Thank you, Josh. Appreciate it. Uh, David Watson, uh, donation from David. James Regan, David Salian, I hope I'm saying that right. Actually, David Salian might have just purchased something for me from eBay. No, that's a donation. Uh, Scott Boland, this is fun for the listeners. Dan Watkins, Will Pfeiffer, thank you, Will. Will, yeah, uh, Will's great. Will's great. He does, uh, he does uh, comic books, so he's throwing some comic book money. Yeah, towards our podcast, he does great. He does great books. Look, him, search him out. Look him up. Go yeah. to his house. Knock on the door. Uh, Joyce Teller, thank you very much. Who else? Ian McDonald. Ian McDonald. Look, dude, you were very generous. Very generous. Ian McDonald. No slouch, people. Uh, who else do we got? Anyone else that I can see? Brian Berkey and Aluni. Hope I'm saying that. Anna. Uh, so, uh, all these people, um, uh, thank you so much for your donations. It, uh, it puts gas money in the car. It, uh, mm -hmm. it, uh, it buys, uh, some music that I don't have that I can play on here. So, uh, I appreciate it. Keep going to rocksolidpodcast.com and, uh, using our Amazon affiliate link and all that good stuff. So that's it. Thank you so much. And that's our show. Yep. Uh, uh, welcome, a, welcome to listener list, listener list, uh, bonus episode. Uh, no, we're going to get into it. Kyle, um, you love metal, right? I do. I love heavy metal, uh, but I'm not, when I, I'm not, I don't have anything on my list. We're not playing anything like Poison or Warrant yeah. or, or what else? Any of those type of Cinderella, any of those, I mean, yeah. cause I consider them, sometimes I call that hair metal. It's like, yeah, like hair, almost like glam metal. Sometimes yeah. you'll see it or, or. You know, I do have some hard rock. That's why I'm not calling this episode metal. It's going to be hard and heavy. Yeah. Like when I did pick a hard rock band, I tried to pick like a really, really heavy sounding song. For mm -hmm. So that's what we're doing. And uh, how many songs you got on your list? I have, uh, I have 14. I have 14 also. Oh. That's pretty good. That is good. 
And then the listeners have requested some stuff. Let me see. Kyle, you want to, you want to, can we start out with a listener song? Yeah. Well, first off, let me start with songs I'm not going to play because. Oh, the listener suggested? Yeah. Okay. This um, sounds like two anger, people, angry Kyle. Logan Novak and uh, Matthew Berkey. They both requested Beast in the Harlot by Ben Sevenfold. And I will admit, I, I do enjoy that song, but they suck. They're, they're terrible. They, my friend um, Mike Barr put it best. He said, I like to pretend they made one album and broke up because their first album's great and then the rest is just, it's not, it's not good. But uh, I feel bad. I like Matthew Berkey. He's a... I do too, but he, he requested like five other things. So Yeah, I will say this, Matthew. Just one. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to play one of his? Uh, yeah, well, give, me, give me two seconds. Okay. So, uh, now, you're doing this from YouTube or from iTunes? Um, well, I don't know if I'll be able to find them in iTunes. You just, type, you just type the song in. Okay. Kyle wants to go from YouTube, but I, then, then you get sketchy quality. Yeah, that's true. Um, the iTunes store takes way too long to access. Once you're in there, it'll be okay. <laughs> um, what are you going to play? Tell us to ramp it up. So, well, I'm trying to see if it's, see, it's not on here. That's why. Are people requesting songs that are hard to find? Um, it seems that way. So Matt Could Berkey, you play Skunk Bucket by Sepultura? <laughs> I don't even know if that's a song. I don't even know any Sepultura songs. I, 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 I couldn't name one, but I just know I don't like them. Okay, so Matt Berkey wanted uh, this song. This is like, this is a classic, um, this is a classic metal song. Okay. By a band called Metallica. Okay. But this is not sung by Metallica. But is this the one he requested, though? Yes. Okay, let's hear it. What is it? It's Enter Sandman by Pat Boone. How come I'm hearing Queen? Why is it playing Queen? I don't See, know. This is the YouTube thing. That's the YouTube thing I was talking right. about. There was we, there was Spread Your Wings was playing. Yeah. I don't know. This don't is know off the rails. On. Already. Oh, is he going, are we going off the rails like a crazy train? <laughs> Um, why don't we play ours and while we're playing then I can look up some of these and, and find them let's just not play any of the listeners no I'm kidding <laughs> okay do you want to start I'd uh, like to hear what you got because yeah, you, sure. you can see Kyle knows what I'm going to play because they're right in front of me I'm trying not to look at your list I'm just going to look at it when I well, you're when I'm about okay. to play yours right. but uh let's, okay what do you got um so let me see I don't know what order I'm going to go in necessarily so uh I'll start out with this I've played this band on here um, before I played them on our Warmth of Vinyl episode, okay, it's the blue vinyl, uh, this soil work. Um, and this is from their 2005 album called Stabbing the Drama, and this is a title track. And this is soil work, yes, okay. They're a Swedish, um, melodic death metal band, and you met this band, I did, okay, yeah. That is definitely metal. Yes. That's metal. That's what I'm talking about. That's metal. I but since we're not playing, I think if we played all that all night long, it would get, yeah, it would I, get I think so too. crazy. So well, I think we're That's good. why I like bands like this because they actually have like some, it's called like clear, clean lyrics. Mm -hmm. um, so you can like understand them and then there's just them yelling. Gotcha. I think once it's like, when it's all yelling, 
I don't know. I don't if really gravitate towards that. Cause if, it's, it's, if it's all yelling, I feel like I'm at my parents' house for Christmas. <laughs> so yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. Um, I just took my shoes and socks off because we're related and you're fine. <laughs> I showered before I came here. I will tell you right now, I have a, on one of my toes, on my right foot, the, the toe next to the big toe. Yeah. There is a toenail growing underneath my existing toenail. Does not hurt. It just looks, and eventually it's going to push that other one off. Did you, like, kill that other toenail? I don't think I did. Oh. I don't remember that. You didn't, like, stub it or something? I did not stub it. That's weird. Siegel and I were out one night. Not. What? <laughs> Siegel and I were out I can't even say. I was going to say Siegel and I were out one night. We were doing cocaine when I woke up and didn't know where I was. So maybe huh. I did something to it that night. That's not true. That's not a true story. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you going to take a look at that toe? You want to see it? That is very, that is very bizarre. Isn't that weird? It's weird. It almost looks like you glued someone else's toenail it to looks, It's a little yellower than the other toes, too. It's almost like I took a piece of uh, corn <laughs> and glued it on my toe. Yeah, it's weird. It doesn't hurt, though. <laughs> I can, I'm excited for it to fall off and see what's underneath there. What if, what if there's a pearl underneath there or a diamond? <laughs> what if it's another toe? Oh, oh that would Or be a small foot with five really small toes. If that happens, I am going to join Guar, <laughs> and I won't even need a costume. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just come out. I, my, my, I don't know what my name will be in Guar. Do those characters have names? Yeah, I think so. They're ridiculous. You saw them. Mm-hmm. Is that straight up metal? Um, yeah, but it's more like comedy. It's kind of like a play. Or it's weird. It's weird. Like they put on like a show that's like they have songs, but they okay. like string them together, and there's like a narrative, which is kind of cool. They should could go around to like grade schools and do, uh, do shows about like the digestive system. <laughs> Uh, oh, by the way, hey, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was amazing. Uh, there will not be an episode where I talk about my experience uh, there because I did that on Never Not Funny. So go to Earwolf, look for the most recent episode that I'm on. And uh, I did that with Jimmy since we were the thing together. And we definitely, we, 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 we told you exactly beat for beat what happened the whole time we were there. And it was incredible. So, um, and I, I saw metal guys there. I saw David Coverdale. I saw... yeah. Ian Gillen, it was amazing. It is, uh, it's episode 1809. 1809, that's a free episode on Earwolf. Right. And probably on iTunes and probably everywhere else. Mm-hmm. So uh, check that out. It's, it was a fun episode and uh, Jimmy and I had a great time. All right. I'm going to play my first tune. Okay. This is a band you and I have seen together. Yes. I do not consider them metal. They are hard rock. Mm-hmm. This is UFO. And I took a song from their first album called Phenomenon. This is from 1974, so that's 42 years ago. And this song is a pretty heavy song for UFO, and this is called Rock Bottom.
a great tune. Yeah, it's great. That still makes it into the set list. They still play that song today. Um, in 74, it was a foursome. It was Phil Mogg, uh, Pete Way, Michael Schenker, and Andy Parker. Uh, currently, Andy Parker and Phil Mogg still in the band. Michael Schenker solo. And I think uh, Pete Way is working on a solo album. And I think former guest Kenny Aronoff is playing on that album. So hmm. that'll be cool. That is cool. Um, we got a listener song yet? Uh, yeah, I'm going to play uh, Matt Berkey's song. Yeah, I'm going to try. Why are we hearing... I have no, I have no idea why. That is it's... really weird. Now we're hearing rock bottom under that. Oh, what the hell is going on? I just paused this. I can't produce and do this at the same time. It's difficult. So you got rock bottom paused. Mm-hmm. And are you on YouTube or iTunes? I you YouTube. In, okay. Within, keep you free from sin till the Sandman he comes. Is this Pat Boone? Who is this for? Yeah, Matthew, you, you, this is you. You requested this to be funny. Play a little bit more of it. I don't think we gave it did it justice. Really? It stinks. That's this is something you buy. You find it used. And you listen to it once, mm-hmm. and then you go, oh, that was cute, and then you get rid of it. Yeah. That stinks. Yeah, who's, please, that, who's that for? Please cleanse my puss palate with something that's rocks, Kyle. Okay. Give me something. So, um, I don't know if this will cleanse the palate, but this is also from a uh, an album called Phenomenon. Oh, wow. That's interesting. It is. Uh, it's by this band called Thousand Foot Crutch. Now, in Cr- the- Crotch? Crutch. Oh, Crutch. Now, in the early- 2000s there was a lot of like new they called it new metal that's basically what like Limp Biscuit or like Linkin Park is mm-hmm. um, but this this band I think does it better <laughs> or well um, but I mean it's a little it's juvenile and ridiculous let's hear it throw up your rock fist if you're feeling it when I drop this show them how we blow the spot let's make it hot the shotgun with the body rock so the party stops it's time Take it up a notch and keep it locked for all the headbangers in the parking lot. Here we come if you're ready or not. No time to talk because we on the clock. Bringing that to your block. Let me show you where we coming from. It don't stop from L like to New York. Show me what you got now. All I know is what it did take to make this. All I am is what it will take to break So yeah, that's Rock Fist, R-A-W-K, Fist. Nice. <laughs> rock Fist. That sounds like a band that we know, the Flintstones. <laughs> hey, Fred, let's go see Rock Fist. <laughs> you got it, Bond. Let's see them. They're going to rock. And they open for the Rolling Stones that are <laughs> yes. just yeah. caricatures. Uh, I'm trying to think. Someone, I'm looking for the whoever requested. One of the songs that I actually had on my list, someone requested. Oh, here we go. Wait, make sure I have it. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, oh, no. You know what? Look, uh, Jim Regan. Jim Regan wanted to hear Ozzy's Flying High Again. Mm-hmm. And I agree, that is an amazing song from Diary of a Madman. But 
Jim, if it's okay with you, we're not going to play that. I'm going to play my next song, which is Over the Mountain. song yeah it's a great song randy rhodes everybody it's randy rhodes some people would say randy fucking <laughs> but i like to keep it clean um this now this guy logan novak requested like he's his i've seen his uh his twitter face coming up here like six times so we have mm-hmm. to play something from him eventually yeah he wanted yeah he wanted uh beast and the harlot from event sevenfold and i i disagreed well he also has some um, nine inch nails here couple requests oh, really? Where? yeah is, are these just coming in uh this was uh six hours ago oh. <laughs> uh, it's not showing me all of them which it said great. uh yeah he hashtag oh yeah nine inch nails how about wish um okay so he did re- he did request wish i like wish he requested a lot. It twice yeah so much uh i like wish a lot although i did bring nine inch nails but i'm not gonna play wish um, I'm going to play this song that I don't think a lot of people know. Um, this is off Year Zero, which is uh, the 2007 album. Um, this song is called The Great Destroyer. Now, when I w- initially would listen to this album, I just kind of, I didn't dislike this song. Mm-hmm. I just kind of, gla- it was just kind of get lost in the mix. But I saw this live and like the light show and everything was just awesome cool. to it. So, um it's like weird. Half of it has lyrics and half has instrumental. So I'm going to play like the, the middle part. Let's hear it. Yeah, it's just like a bunch of crazy sounds, but it's fun it's though. I like it live. It's like it's really awesome. And as I was, I'm scrolling through the Twitter, I see that uh, someone did request "Over the Mountain" by Ozzy. That was uh, a guy named Rongam Boyo. Oh yeah, okay, cool. Rongam Boyo. So uh, so we did play that for someone, and uh, and I just followed you, Rongam Boyo. So don't let me down. Uh, Kyle, we're only about six songs into this. Uh, what would your dad and my brother think of the songs we've played oh, so far? He'd be like, this, this is crazy. This isn't music. He would have liked the Pat Boone song. Yeah. He'd have been like, oh, it's not bad. <laughs> uh, let me see where I'm at. On my- he, d- he does like, uh, Johnny Cash's hurt version of hurt, but that's a, I was like, I was like, Johnny oh, that's Cash, a nine inch yeah. nail song. And yeah. he's like, well, I've never heard that one, but I'm sure Johnny Cash's is better. <laughs> okay. And I was like, well. Thanks. Fair enough. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to play some Rainbow from Street. Oh, wow, I hate when I do that. I do the W sound. I, I, I talk a little bit like a Porky Pig sometimes. Straight between the eyes. Rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is a song called Death Alley Driver. Have you ever heard this song? Uh, I think I have. This is JoLynn Turner on vocals. Let's hear Death Alley Driver. Yes, I have heard this. such a long time but when i was putting this list together i was like oh my god yeah i want to find out who the lineup is on that album because uh well the cover looks like a guitar going through iggy pop's face <laughs> it does <laughs> uh that's richie blackmore on guitar mm -hmm. roger glover on bass also uh, those are both guys were in deep purple mm -hmm. jolyn turner on vocals Bobby Rondinelli on drums. Now that's that's a name I I've seen on a lot of albums, but I I don't know that guy to save my life. I'm sure he plays. Uh, oh, I actually thought maybe Cozy Powell played on this album, but nope. And then uh, David Rosenthal on keyboards. Well, good for you, David. But uh, <laughs> I like that song a ton. Yeah, that's great. That is a good song. It was written by Blackmore and Turner. Love it. All right, what's up? What's next? We do, do we do uh, fans. Uh, do you got one. I got one. Right. We'll, we'll do fans after All after right. this. Um, so that had some some great drums. This um, this band is Sick Puppies, um, and their bassist her name is Emma Anai or Anazi, I think. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Anzai, Emma Anzai. I don't know how to pronounce things. Uh, they're from Australia, and this is uh, this is a song called Cancer, but it has an amazing bass riff. Okay, cool. So it's That's pretty cool. cool. Yeah, they're um, they have great bass riffs on on all over their albums. You're bringing a very uh, melodic flavor to some of your yeah, choices. Yeah, I I um I usually that's pretty much the the type of metal I listen to. Mm -hmm. There's some like I kind of tried to pick a little safer choices for some of the stuff, but uh, I think you'd like a band called Creed. <laughs> Scott Stapp. Yes, yeah. isn't he crazy now? I don't know what's up with him. I think he's, he's like in a, a ditch yelling at people or something. 
Him and, him and Randy Travis. Spending all that Creed money. Is there Creed money? There had to be, right? They're pretty big. At one point, there probably was. I don't think he has any anymore. I wonder, though, if that's a band where people go, you know what, I'm going to go to iTunes. I'm going to download that one song. Higher, with arms wide open. Yeah. Those are the only two, probably, right? I think at one point, I owned, owned a Creed Greatest Hits CD. I know for a fact. You sure it wasn't an EP? I know for a fact I don't own it anymore. Wonder if that was part of the music that I let me check my iTunes library, people. I want to see if that's part of the music that I lost, and I won't be upset about it if it is. Uh, yep, lost it all. <laughs> no creed in my library. I'm okay with that. I think I can get through. Yeah, I think so. Uh, let me find out what my next song is now because it jumped out of my playlist. I'm gonna talk like this for it jumped out of my playlist. I just tweeted at some people telling them that we played their songs so they can uh, they can rest easy tonight. <laughs> All right, hey, my next song is from 1981. It's from a band called Iron Maiden. It's from the Killers album. This is going to be Paul Diano on lead vocal. But before you play that, Kai, I just want to tell people, I just saw Iron Maiden uh, a couple of days ago at the time of this record. Never seen them before. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Unbelievable show. Uh, I kind of forgot they were coming, and then I just... Didn't get a ticket in time. It was crazy good. Saw them again. Uh, Jimmy Pardo, we did uh, we did uh, two Fridays in a row uh, concerts. Mm-hmm. So now uh, Jimmy and I probably won't do anything together until probably September, October. Okay. Um, but uh, <laughs> it was a great show, uh, and they didn't they didn't play a they, they didn't play a bunch of hits that you could think of, and I still love that. Again, I only knew like five songs, uh, but the songs that I didn't know, I loved. I couldn't believe how amazing those three guitarists are. Uh, Steve Harris on bass was amazing, and uh, Nico McBrain on drums. <laughs> Nico sits very close to the drum set. I don't know if you've seen this. Uh, and Bruce Dickinson runs around like a crazy person. Like, I literally thought he was going to twist an ankle or break a leg at any moment. Then this guy stormed the stage at one point. He was about, he's probably 12 feet tall. I don't know how he got past security. <clears throat> He jumped right up on stage. Probably just stepped right over him. Uh, he's 12 feet tall. And, and, uh, but Bruce Dickinson took him down. He reached up, pulled his heart out of his uh, ribcage. Did that guy have a name? Did he? I heard some people, Edward? Mm, that sounds about right. Eddie something. And, uh, but they took him down, man. They took <laughs> well, him right good. down. All right. So this is, uh, this is with their original vocalist, uh, Paul Diano. And let's hear a little Wrathchild. tell you something people who have bands uh, young people young people that aren't definitely not listening to this but uh iron maiden they got onto something with their first album they have an amazing logo that they've never stopped using mm-hmm. i think there's two versions where where some of the letters extend a little longer and then yeah, sometimes but it's it's pretty it, it, you, it's the you same recognize logo. it yes. yeah and then they they got onto this 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 eddie this mascot 
I remember the first time I saw these first two Iron Maiden albums. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, I didn't, I, I didn't even listen to him when they came out. Because he back is kind of horrifying looking. It's very horrifying. But uh, yeah, they got onto this thing, and I mean, if you can get it, when bands don't use their logo for some reason, it, it, it I, I can't, I'm outraged by it. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, well, first off, they do, they did a great job. They kind of capture. Every album cover of theirs almost looks like a grindhouse horror movie mm-hmm. poster. For, but then for the, most part. the later albums are a little bit slick too. Looking, yeah. But they still, they still got the logo. They yeah. still got Eddie. Yeah. I love it. I, I think it's amazing. So, uh, I will go see Iron Maiden the next time they come through. I'm there. You there? You going? Yeah, I'll definitely go. Man, there were, there were like, uh, there were like, there were two young girls in the row in front of us and they couldn't, they yeah, were like they, four. They were, they were either 15 to 18. I couldn't tell how old they mm-hmm. were. And they were, uh, they were, um, this will sound sick. They were, uh, they were really cute girls. And if you saw them on the street and named three bands and said, which one of these were these girls, which show were these girls at? Taylor Swift, yeah. Ellie Golding, Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. And you'd be like, well, not Iron Maiden. They, they knew, they were, they sang every single lyric. They wow. were like so into it. It was, it was really cool. I was like, wow, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Uh, and the crowd was uh, rowdy, but not violent. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of times, like, there are bands that are just like yeah. asshole bands. Yeah. Like Hate Breed or like yeah. something like that. But yeah. a, a lot of bands, they're like, everyone's pretty cool and chill. Yeah. He even, Bruce Dickinson even did a, like, a little rant, not a rant, not a speech, but just he said in the middle of the show, he goes, you know, when you come to an Iron Maiden show, you're not going to see any violence or stabbings he said or rapes he said we don't care if you're if you're male female or anything in between you are welcome in an iron maiden show started getting a chill when he said this and then he goes because uh he said because we're all blood brothers and then they sang the song blood brothers That's and good. it wasn't cheesy and then they, either they cut their hands and shook hands on <laughs> stage. and then eddie came out and ate them uh <laughs> but it wasn't cheesy at all it was yeah, like, like i really felt like he was like he was being serious mm-hmm because uh, because the crowd on the floor, uh, festival floor, no seats, and they were they were rowdy. Like I'm like I did not want to be on the floor, but um, but it was great. Everyone was cool. That's awesome. So I loved it. And man, did they sell the merch? They sold the busiest T-shirts I've ever seen. I mean, so much color and ink all yeah. over those things. The Iron Maiden shirt that you got me is probably the best one I've ever and seen. And I got that for you in in London, in England. London. There's a T-shirt place I go to in London where they have excellent shirts. Only place you buy your shirts. Does it have the Trooper on the front? I believe it does. It's like a. a oh, gray. he put. Oh, he can't. Bruce Dickinson comes out with the, with the Union Jack flag, and he's got a red, uh, you know, a red uh, red coat on. Mm-hmm. It was just so. It's just little stuff like that he would do <laughs> was just awesome. Yeah. I'm telling you what. The more and more when people tell me David Lee Roth was a great front man. I'm even comparing him in the heyday to some of the things that I've I seen recently. You don't like him twirling a star, uh, scarf around? Hitting himself just, in the face with a sword? Yeah, That's pretty I just, metal. I just don't, you know, I just don't, uh, you know, it's wearing thin on me, you know, more and more. I don't, uh, I don't agree with that. But anyway, what's up? What's next? Okay, well, um, so since Eddie ripped someone's heart out, or someone ripped Eddie's heart out, um, I have, uh, this is uh, a band in flames, the cover of this album is a guy with his heart ripped out. It's like a sketch, though. You can show it to me? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty badass. I have that album. I actually have that signed by them. They were really nice. They were at the Canyon Club. 
Um, and the, is the, that when you were trying to get tickets and you're here? Who do I contact? I think so. And they, um, the lead singer actually left and he was like, I'll mm-hmm. be back. I'm sick. I need to get a shower and I promise I'll come back. So we waited around and their tour bus was still there. And sure enough, he came back and was like, thanks for waiting. I appreciate it. Signed everyone's stuff. It was really nice. That is cool. Um, so yeah, they, um, they are also a Swedish metal band. Uh, and this is a song called Come Clarity. pretty great but again it has uh, has some melodic uh, yeah elements there yeah i like when there's a you know like a chorus that's mm-hmm. kind of melodic um, it has like you you play songs that have like a soaring chorus yeah are you in your car do you sing these songs sometimes but not not all not the time good. yeah i, mean, I sing everything that i'm playing in the car i sing it all the time um the i beat the steering wheel so much yesterday that i actually like bruised did you ever do that <laughs> Bruise, bruise my hand no. Bruise my hand yeah because then i touched it later in the night and i'm like ah that's really tender no that's <laughs> you might want to get that checked out um no you don't know how you don't know how how hard i slam on that <laughs> when the tunes are on you used to have a pen that you took the ink cartridge out of that was only for you drumming on your steering wheel because see one time i drummed with a pen and the pen broke <laughs> so you got, just kept uh I take the ink cartridge out and then if it has a cap, I wrap, I tape, I tape the cap onto it. Cause otherwise it's not long enough for the drumming that I do in the car. And then that would be in the side, but this is all, this is a true story in the side pocket. You couldn't write this. If this was in a sitcom, you'd go, no one does that, but yeah, I do it. And, uh, when I lived in Chicago, I had a, an exercise bike in my apartment mm-hmm. and I had drumsticks and I didn't have headphones. I just turned the music up really loud. And instead of holding the handles of the exercise bike, I would drum. I would pound on those with these drumsticks. Personally, I think I got a better workout because it was like a whole body You're workout. doing arms and legs. Arms and legs. Yeah. And uh, I would do that and make sure my roommate was not going to catch me doing that. <laughs> I would rather him catch me jerking off than catch me, <laughs> catch me doing that. Uh, because then you could say, I caught, I caught this guy jerking off. And people would go, everyone jerks off. Yeah. I caught him drumming on his bike. What an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I played soil work earlier and I just played in flames and they're everyone in those bands are really good friends. And so in, you mean the two bands are friends? Yeah. The two okay. bands are friends and I forget exactly. They're on a kickball uh, league. Yeah, they they're in a kickball league together. <laughs> uh, no, they, um, uh, they actually have uh, in flames has a song called trigger and, Soy Work has a song called Rejection Roll, and they came out around the same time. Okay. And they filmed, both videos are identical, except um, Soy Work is the band in the one video, obviously, with their their uh, yeah. music. And then 
in flames in the other but in each video the there's a there are people in the back heckling the band when they're playing on stage and it's each other oh that's nice that's pretty cool that's fun yeah Yeah, it is fun so if you learn they're not super identical but they're they're very close uh be friends with other bands and get a good logo (laughs) yeah and when you get a good logo don't stop using that logo Mm -hmm. yeah you know ufo has a great logo and once that hit i think like four or five albums in they never stop using it. Yeah, for sure. Ridiculous. Who else has a good logo? Kiss, obviously. Kiss, ACDC. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Cheap Trick has a great logo. Cheap Trick, Def Leppard. Yep, except they don't use it on that one album. They don't use it on the Slang album. It's funny you bring that up. Uh, by the time this airs, I will have been on uh, another podcast, and I'll tweet about it. Uh, and this guy's going through all the Def Leppard albums, and so oh, cool. I'm, I'm doing the Slang oh, nice. episode. And... I really think not having that logo on that album hurt the sales. Hurt, hurt, yeah. I really think people are. I think people are fucking stupid. It, it is subtle on there that it says Def Leppard. So if you yeah. looked at that album from afar, you yeah. wouldn't be able to tell. Right. They could have put the logo on there subtly, but um, nope. They'll never. They'll never not use that logo again. Uh, which brings me to my next uh, song, which oh, is wow. from Def That's Leppard's weird. first album, "On Through the Night," because. Um, Death Leopard can be, you know, they can get melodic and they can get, you know, what do you, what do I want to say? More, it's all, it, it wasn't mm-hmm. back then, but I mean, now you think of it as almost top 40 sound and I love Def Leppard. Uh, and this is an album, I don't even listen to the first album that much because I like the sound that Def Leppard became. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love High and Dry, but the first album I don't listen to that much, but this is, uh, this is from 1980, this is Wasted. sound like the Def Leppard we know. Right. Like, if you would play that for someone and say, who is this? They, they I don't know if they would guess Def Leppard if they didn't know that mm-hmm. it was Def Leppard. Uh, I didn't mind it, though. No, it's, it's good. This album cover is pretty bad. It's on through the night, right? And it's just a... Uh, it's, it's a, a truck in space. Is it in space? Yeah, there's no road. It's it's just... It's just out in oh, space yeah, yeah, with yeah, like a right. big, big a guitar. Guitar, guitar. But there's the logo. Mm-hmm. This album cover looks like it would be like a Bob Seger cover. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you you were saying about them changing their sound. This yeah. this band, okay, this is a band called Sonic Syndicate. Now they had... Sonic Syndicate. Yes. Now they had, I believe, let me look on my, on my thing here. They had three albums before this and they were a lot heavier, a lot more metal. And this is like, this is like a guilty pleasure album because they, they got, there was a huge lineup change. I think only like two of the original members are on this album. Okay. But it wasn't like it would, I think they should have changed their name and if they were going to go in this route and done something different, 
So that's like my biggest complaint. But then again, I love this album. Okay. It's poppy metal and it's very catchy. All right, let's hear and it. It's probably more hard rock than metal, actually. But. Yeah, so I, I think that's catchy. Um, I think I did make a comment earlier about Avenged Sevenfold being too poppy and kind of shitty, but yeah. uh, which they are. I think this has a little more layers than uh, Avenged Sevenfold, but I still don't. I don't think it's good, but I like it. Cool. Yeah. So that was heavier. Yeah. The guy was screaming. His throat mm-hmm. was shredding. It was. He was shredding his vocal cords. So. Uh, for the best. We're not going to play a quiet riot tonight, but I did want to say that um, I have uh, been uh, emailing back and forth with Frankie Benali, the drummer from Quiet Riot, and uh, still trying to get him on the show. So um, hopefully, I'm hoping, I'm hoping he comes in here. I want to have all drummers on this season. Just drummers. Just only drummers. Going to get Clem Burke in here, hopefully. Bruce from, Springsteen gets back. It's like, you know what? We're only doing drummers this season. No, Sorry, dude, send Max over. Send Max Weidenberg over. But... Um, but yeah, I'd love to sit Frankie down here and talk about some uh, some quiet riot, quiet crime riot. <laughs> hey, Frankie, want to talk about quiet riot? I thought you were doing like Noah Wilson for a second. <laughs> I wish quiet riot. Wow, hey, that's not bad. <laughs> um, also, this ACDC thing with Axl Rose. It's just I just feel like they're not they're treating Brian bad. Uh, I think they're treating Brian bad. A, B. I think the wording DC are old men. They can't be up till midnight. No, and starting no. at midnight and going till 2 a.m. Just the wording of their press release is what I didn't like. They could have worded it a little bit nicer. What did like, they say? Well, it was, it was, you know, hey, Brian has his thing, so we got to continue. You know, you know, it's just kind of that kind of thing. Instead of saying, hey, we're with our brother. As soon as he's better, he'll be back. But for now, we, we just want to make sure that we people get honor to see the, it, honor, honor the, the ticket sales. And the ticket sales. And, and the, the venue and our crew and yeah. all that kind of stuff. But they didn't do that. And I don't think Axel was a, a good fit anyway. No, I mean, I guess vocally I can hear where like I could see it, yeah. I can understand it. But when he when he's someone who's just a known asshole. I know. It's rough. Like, I mean, I guess maybe he's changed his ways, but time will tell. But we don't yeah, know like, yet. but... Yeah, I mean, he already broke his foot, so... So, the, so yeah, now you got to go see ACDC with a guy in a chair. <laughs> and let me tell you, I guarantee Axl Rose in a throne is nowhere near as entertaining as Dave Grohl in a throne. Yeah, because and Dave certainly Grohl, nowhere... And Axl Rose on his feet is nowhere near as entertaining as Brian Johnson on his feet. Doesn't he ring and, a bell and all kinds of stuff? Yep, and Axl Rose on his feet is nowhere near as entertaining as Dave Grohl in a throne. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, crazy stuff happening with. It's uh, weird. With, I mean, look, if you love ACDC and you love Guns N' Roses, maybe you are in hog heaven over this thing. Do you think Don McLean will write a song called "The Year the Music Died"? <laughs> he should. <laughs> 
Uh, that would be that would be great if he would update American Pie. <laughs> um, and another thing, when like when when Brian Johnson's been in that band for thirty six years. Yeah. I mean that you just don't replace that guy easily. Uh, we, we talked about this a little bit, and I don't know. Maybe there was some sort of animosity between Brian and Angus, and Malcolm was kind of the middleman. And now that he's gone, but yeah. I don't know. That's Again, I think this is one of those times. If you're going to replace Brian Johnson, then you find, I think you find a sound alike on YouTube, like Journey. And yeah, all you, these do, other bands you either too. do a sound alike, or you get someone who is, you know. Not like an Axl Rose, yeah. someone that is nice and would be willing to do it, like Dave Grohl. Do me a favor while this next song is playing. Yeah. Go to YouTube and see if you can find like an ACDC cover band and see if we can find a Brian Johnson uh, sound alike. Can you okay. do that? Yeah. Okay, I'll ramp up this song. This song, uh, this band is from Sweden. I saw them twice at the same venue. They opened for Cheap Trick at the Johnstown War Memorial and then... A few months later, they were back in Johnstown opening for Ted Nugent. Uh, this is Crocus, and uh, they only had one album out, I think, at that time, but this is from their third or fourth album, Headhunter, and this is Eat the Rich. Okay, well, I just... Okay, go ahead. Well, I, I got to tell you, uh, this guy's name is Mark Storis. Get him to sing with ACDC. Yeah. He could sing the Bon Scott stuff, I think, really great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he does. Okay, so I don't know how good this quality is going to be. But, okay. Um, What'd you find for us? Well, I found an article from two days ago that says ACDC reportedly auditioned a cover band vocalist to replace Brian huh. Johnson. That guy um, blew it then. <laughs> <laughs> this guy um, named Darren... Uh, Caperna, mm -hmm. he is from an ACDC cover band called Back in Black. Yeah, I'd call my band Poweridge. Poweridge, that's a good one. Yeah. There's a band out here called Gacy DC. Are they, are, 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 okay, are they, are the members, uh, I believe so. Homosexual? I don't mind that. Yeah. All right. Um, but, uh. I, and by the way, I coined that phrase Axel DC. I coined it. I, I came up with it. If you're, if you're hearing it anywhere else, I made it up way before anyone else did. Did you hear it before I said it? I don't think so. Yeah, you couldn't have. That's why I made that logo and put it up there. I get a timestamp on that motherfucker. Nice. All right, go ahead. Who's this guy? Um, so yeah, this is Darren Caperna. He's singing Hell's Bells okay. um, with Back in Black, the ACDC tribute. Okay, let's hear this. Apparently I didn't start it far enough in. It's okay. Oh, wait. He's cracked a beer on stage. Nice. Here, I'm going to fast forward a little bit. Okay. Okay. 
Right, you really can't hear him. They have another. I think this is a video they made. This is. A, he dresses like uh, he dresses like Bond. Mm-hmm. This is their version of "Shook Me All Night Long." Yeah, I don't either. Sorry, Darren. Yeah. Well, we can yeah. understand. Yeah, I just, yeah, I don't like them. It's, it's like, it sounds like someone doing an impression. Yeah, like doing an impression. Like it doesn't yeah, sound like someone like who can sing. sing like him. It right, it sounds, sounds like, like someone, someone that's trying to sing like him. Yeah, which is different. Um, 30 seconds ago, Frank Sanchez uh, wants to hear uh, Judas Priest Painkiller. Hmm, okay. Can we do that? Yeah, we can do that. All right. Frank, uh, you're going to piss the people off that requested songs six hours ago. Yeah, but, but yeah. Uh, you just uh, let's hear some. I like, like uh, they're the metal gods. Mm-hmm. Rob Halford is the metal god. I met him at uh, Best Buy. He was signing copies of one of his Halford CDs. Great dude. Like yeah. really, like his band sat behind the table. He stood at the end of the table, so he, uh, the band would sign first, and then the last person would be Rob. And I got a picture. He put his arm around me. It was that's it was great. Really cool. Yeah. Painkiller? Yeah. That's like a metal guitar there. Like in the background when you hear like, and then you hear the solo. I mean, that's, yeah, that is metal. Who's the, who, who's the most metal? Who's the most classic metal band? Is it, is it, see for me, it's not Sabbath because they, that music kind of drones a little bit for me. It's like a little bass heavy. it's also can be experimental at times, like it, yeah. like almost like a little like wizardy, as yeah. people uh, would say. Yeah, yeah. and I mean it, it, it's and it's almost like horror rock. It's almost like mm-hmm. it reminds me like Christopher Lee's going to walk on stage yeah. or something. But for me, I think I think Iron Maiden and Judas Priest have that, yeah, they have, have the, that sound. They have the metal sound that mm-hmm. uh, that I like. I think a lot of people too would argue Metallica. They're yeah, up yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why I'm not a I'm not a Metallica fan or a Megadeth fan. I don't know why I'm not, um, or a or a Motorhead fan. I respect all three of those bands, but for some reason, their music, you know, people are gonna feel free tweet text. But yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why I, it doesn't resonate with me. Uh, Metallica's resonates with me more so than the other two. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, I really don't. Well, I'm not a huge Motorhead fan. I kind of lump them in with like Pantera. Yeah. They have a similar sound. I don't really care for that. But um, but yeah, I respect all those bands. Yeah. And I, I know. mean, Dave Mustaine's a nut job anyway, so. <laughs> yes, he is. Now I lay me down. Mm-hmm. He's up. such a nut job and Metallica kicking me. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I love I love the individual players in Metallica. I really do. Mm-hmm. And um, But I just don't know why the music doesn't. Uh, 
uh, you know, maybe, uh, maybe post some songs on the Facebook page that I should, or an album that I should look into first. Yeah. I know the first two Metallica albums are being re-released uh, with uh, deluxe editions. What are they, Ride the Lightning and Kill Em All? Those are the first two? I think so. It's off the top of my head, folks. Um, I'm not really good with, like, order of things. I could look it up. You play um, your next song, I'll look it up. Okay, so... Um, Mm-hmm. Oh, so you said uh, you saw Crocus, Crocus I'm sorry, at... Um, <laughs> I saw Crocus shit. Crocus shit. Yeah. Um, at the Johnstown War Memorial. Yes. I, I knew of this man there. Kill Em All, 83, Ride the Lightning, 84, right. and then Master of Puppets, 86. Um, so this is, this, is, uh, this is a band called Haste the Day. I actually, they came on their farewell tour to Altoona. Wow. And I saw them at like some like... I don't know, like some like church that wasn't really a church. I don't know. It was weird. Um, How many people were at that show? Probably like maybe a hundred at most. That can't be a cost effective show unless those tickets are $400. They were like 20 bucks. Like five of us went. Did they play as if they were playing in arena? Did they really play hard? Yeah, they did play hard. And they, um, it was interesting. They were, um, so real quick, some history. So they had three, um, they had two albums with a lead singer named Jimmy Ryan okay. and then he left or they, I, I don't know what happened. Jimmy but then, Ryan sounds like a kid you, you played on uh, your little league team yeah. with you. Yeah. Jimmy Ryan, he was a catcher. And then they got a new singer, uh, Stephen Keach and he was with them for three albums. Okay. And then in, they kind of were doing a farewell tour. So they invited Jimmy Ryan to come back mm-hmm. and they did. Uh, like double duty, they both sang. Everything was fine. Cool. And then they were like done for like a year, mm-hmm. and then they decided like, oh, we'll just record a new album uh, with both singers called Coward, and it's pretty good. And they did it like an indie go go campaign, so I like funded that and got the album and, and stuff like that. So it was pretty cool. Um, and they have a DVD of them on their farewell tour somewhere. But uh, this was like right before that happened. Um, so I think. I just saw them with Stephen Keach, but this was uh, this is their song called "Pressure the Hinges." It's their third album of uh, the same name. Let's hear it. Someone requested a, a band I've never heard. And it has a great album cover. Let me see that. It's like a bird. That's a great album cover, too. That'd be a good great. album cover to get it signed. Yeah. Um, my friend had a t-shirt with that on it. It was cool. This, uh, someone uh, on Twitter called 12 for a Penny. Oh, yeah. Uh, band's called Ghost. And if this is... Well, you know who 12 for a Penny is, right? That's no. uh That's James Alvarez's podcast with his two buddies. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did know that. I did know that. Yeah. Yeah, I did know that, James. Um, yeah, because Plane Zero. Are, they, are you guys the only guys that are requesting they only, things? They only have number podcasts. Yeah, see, Lord Goomba and 12 for a Penny and Plane Zero and Travis Kennedy all in a row. That's and the like, Obscure Gentleman. Yeah. Oh, they both want ghosts. So can we find a song called Spirit 
by ghost. I had circle. Someone, yeah. someone, I didn't have it, but someone had said circle. Well, they spelled it wrong, though. Uh, 12 for Penny spelled it C-I-R-I-C-E instead of an L in there. Oh. You want, okay, play, uh, since they right. spelled it wrong, just, play I'm spirit. I'm still looking it up, so just. So can, so. You want me to keep talking? Yeah, about, yeah. Something. I'll tell you something. Uh, I don't know this ghost. I do know 12 for a penny. Uh, that was the thing about Iron Maiden. That's what I was going to say is they played hard and fast. Mm-hmm. You know, I looked up, I looked up there. I think there are, I think one, I think Steve Harris is 60 and everyone else is like, you know, 65, 62, 67, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, no, 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 I'm wrong. I'm totally wrong about that. They're not in their sixties. Steve Harris is 60. Everyone else is in, in their late fifties. Okay. But these guys played, these guys must've been kids when they, when they hit it big too. But they played, they were running around and, and having a great time and, and, and just, it was so great. Iron Maiden is, was so great. I can't stress enough what, how amazing it was. Oh, this is, it's not Circle, it's Sea Rice. I'm just Sea Rice. And I stopped reading. So they, so they were wrong. You were wrong. Not I was them. wrong. Yeah, okay. yeah. We'll play either that or play uh, Spirit. I'll play that because that's the only one. I okay, let's, see, let's find it. James Alvarez, who who him and Travis Kennedy went to see Kiss. Yes. We didn't us. talk about that. You, me, and Travis Kennedy and James Alvarez, we went to see Kiss play a non-makeup, uh, unplugged show before mm-hmm. the f- opening of the LA Kiss football game. Yep. Uh, Jimmy Pardo is a season ticket holder. And as a season ticket holder, you get perks. Every time there's a perk, Jimmy's out of town. For example, the first time was he had free tickets, free two free tickets to see Def Leppard open for Kiss at the Forum. That was the second time. The that first, was the second time. The first time was uh, right after the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction that mm-hmm. Kiss was inducted to. Paul Stanley was going to be there signing books, signing yeah. his new book. And you and your brother, Casey, went. Yeah, we went. And you got my book signed mm-hmm. and you got your picture taken with yep. him. Yep. He said, he said, thanks for coming out, Gath. And then you said... He introduced the game or whatever, and he yeah, said... In in the middle, he he gave a speech at halftime. Great. Did he have his award with him? Yep, he he, he had his award, held it in his hand. He was like, the, those people hate us. They hate us. They think we suck. But you know what? I got this award, people. And then um, and then he just... Trans- sorry, but the, yeah. I think I've told this before, but he transitions not really at all. Yeah. He just started talking about the veterans, and some guy mm-hmm. was walking across the field in that Kiss jersey. I was like, oh, he's going to honor a veteran or whatever. Thank you for your service. Nope, just some drunk guy wandering on the field. Great. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, this acoustic show was so much fun. Uh, this unplugged show, like Tommy Thayer sat the whole time. They played, they played a really deep, deep, yeah. uh, you know, they played like, uh, 
They played Mainline. Eric Singer sang Mainline. They let Eric sing Beth. Yeah, that's Paul what they sang, closed with. Yeah, Beth. Paul sang Hard Luck Woman. Um, Paul did not do the Paul Stanley makeup star child stage pattern. He was even making fun of it. Yeah. He said stuff like, I can see you and I can see people there. I can see people everywhere. He goes, I don't have to say people. And then he did the whole thing. It was hysterical. Yeah. And then he said, that's Gene Simmons. He'll sell you that bass. And Gene walked up to the mic. He goes, yes, I will. Yeah. Gene talked on stage, yeah, which he normally really, doesn't do. It was it great. Was, and then, like I said, Tommy set the whole time. And then like the second to last song, Tommy stood up and Paul said, well, first they were making fun of him. Like Tommy wants to be a serious musician and serious <laughs> musicians sit. And then when, um, and then when he stood up, they go, Oh, Tommy must like this song. He's up. But, uh, yeah, it was he really played great. an Eagles song and they didn't know the words and they were making fun of that. They were yeah. like, we should learn the words to this yeah, song. That's a great song. We should learn it sometime. They sing the first verse twice. <laughs> Glenn Fry rolling over in his grave. Uh, okay. Uh, is it my turn or your turn? You just played one. I just played one. Okay. I'm going to play, uh, this is a great album. I was living in Chicago, uh, when I first heard this album. Uh, this is the debut album from Skid Row with Sebastian Bach. It was 1989. I walked in a record store. You know, it was a big, it wasn't Tower Records, but it was like a big, I forget what they had in Chicago at the time. But I walked in and they had just, uh, they had just uh, dropped the needle on this album. And I stayed in the store for the whole album. And then I walked up and I said, what? What did you just play? <laughs> the whole time you're just trying to figure it out. <laughs> I for it, it, I was wondering if it was a band I knew, you know, that, and, and so I went up and I probably didn't wait till the end to ask, but I went up and asked who was he? goes, oh, it's a new band. It just came out, Skid Row. And boom, I bought it right then. Nice. And I'm telling you what, I don't know what happened with Sebastian Bach and these other guys, but I saw Skid Row, fake Skid Row, um, they, they, they could not follow the black star riders and they sucked. Hmm. They sucked. I can't believe that they can't get it together. I don't know who the assholes are. I don't know if it's the band or if it's Sebastian. Yeah. I just That's don't know. But I love, I love the Skid Row albums that Sebastian Bach is on. And so I picked, uh, I picked one of the heavier tunes that I like, and this is called making a mess. ever hear that song uh yeah i have heard that song uh i saw skid row it was uh it was like one of those monsters of rock type things i saw it it was uh i was living in chicago and we went up to i think it was alpine valley in wisconsin and it was um it was bad english went first then great white then skid row and then white snake hmm. and it was amazing. wow it was amazing that's that's crazy. Yeah, and all those men, even Great White was like at the top of their game then. They were all, you know, just just killing it. I loved it. I'm burping. Hi. <laughs> I'm going to take, uh, I was going to play Delivering the Goods uh, from Judas Priest, but since we played Painkiller and that just killed it, uh, <laughs> I'm going to remove uh, my Judas Priest song. But Kyle, it's your turn anyway, so. Okay. 
Um, this is. Uh, I never heard that song. Two sings. They're from Sweden. It's by Pua. This is this is a song called Moodlight City Drive. It is by a band called Dog Fashion Disco. Hmm. They have this is a concept album, and since it's a concept album, it's of course about either one of two things: a dystopian society. Or uh, someone who's a detective. So this is the latter. It's about someone who's a detective. Um, and this song's just a crazy song. It uh, has like a section that sounds Tarantino-esque. It's jazzy. It's considered avant-garde metal. But I like this song a lot. Okay, cool. It's it's uh it's kind of cool. It sounds like a little bit like the Batman theme in there. For yeah, a it's it like, sounds like their back row is going to swing in. They're going to fight. Yeah, and um, it's a lot of the album sounds like that, but not not all of it. Um, but it's it's cool. I like it. It's different. It's so funny. We were just talking about Travis Kennedy, and I just uh, my email popped up. He just sent me a recurring donation. Oh well, thank you, Travis. It's not reoccurring. It's recurring. Yeah, recurring. Yeah, you didn't have to do that, Travis. But thank you. Because we played Ghost, which uh, I, I meant to say, I, I've been meaning to listen to them. And, and there you go. And, and uh, they they look scary. I did I did like that a lot. So I probably will seek them out. That's uh, I'm scared. Do they look uh, Ricky Warwick scary? No, they like uh, really they scary. Like, paint like skulls on their faces. And oh, dress, like, I love an that. I love that makeup. I mean, it's cool looking. Yeah, that's really cool. A lot of work. Yeah, paint that on your um, face. But yeah, they I forgot that uh, Dave Grohl actually loves them perform with them like secretly one night like put on makeup and performed and, and then uh didn't say who he was yeah and then uh he produced like a covers album for them i think that's awesome Damn. and they actually won best uh hard rock slash metal uh album uh at the grammys nice so, i'm gonna yeah. pl- i'm gonna play uh we talked about this band earlier we talked about uh black sabbath i'm out of are you my- talking about bs yeah, I'm not. Uh, my order's messed up right now because okay. I'm going to play this Black Sabbath song. But this this is a song uh, from the Lone Ian Gillen album called "Born Again," and this is just a song I always like. I know I've played it on here before, but it's a great song. Uh, but I really like this song. So, uh, and this is uh, Tony Iommi, Geezer Butler, Bill Ward, and Ian Gillen. Let's hear a little digital bitch.
It does. It sounds. I've always thought that it sounds a little like Highway Star. It does sound a little bit like Highway Star. Like yeah, the, the guitar part. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I love that song. I, I've never heard this whole album. If anyone knows anything about the uh, about the Born Again album, I like that song, and I like a song called Trash, the song that opens up the album. But I don't know any of the. I guess I could just fucking. I'm sure, the whole album's on YouTube, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to waste my time until so, unless someone says, well, yeah, "Listen great. to that." That's what I want people to say. How did Bill, did Billy Hardaway not request a song today? Who? Billy Hardaway. He's he's all about the metal. Maybe maybe did it on the Facebook page. I'm gonna look. Okay. There's James, um, there's James Alvarez. James coming up the works. Um. All right. So I will. Uh, I'll continue with with the <laughs> with the BS. Okay. Uh. This song is called Bullshit. It is by now. This this is like. This is my only maybe not industrial, or I'm sorry, maybe not metal. I would consider them more metal or industrial rock. Sometimes they're considered punk. It just depends. Mm. I don't think someone who listens to punk would listen to them. That's why I kind of more put it in the metal category. Okay. Um, they're called Mindless Self-Indulgence. They're pretty crazy. Um, and they usually have somewhat funny lyrics. So this is called Bullshit. crazy uh the lead singer's named jimmy urine and uh i'm sure that's not his real name you don't think so <laughs> mr and mrs urine you think ian gillen is that guy's real oh yeah that's probably his real name. <laughs> uh we have to play we can't we cannot not play some dio oh yeah so i have queued up and this isn't the heaviest of dio songs uh but i like this song this is uh hungry for heaven was heavier than i thought it was yeah that was pretty great hungry for heaven that's from the um vision quest soundtrack if i'm not mistaken right now it just says stand up and shout the anthology disc too well, of course it's from the <laughs> anthology it's one of his best songs um now here i'm going to tell you something i like ozzy osbourne better solo than with black sabbath and i like dio better with black sabbath than i do solo now look i don't want to hear anything from you people <laughs> 
That's just how I feel. It's my opinion. Uh, Can you hear it? All right, cool. Uh, Kyle, what do you got next? Uh, all right, so... Uh, well, how, how long have we been recording? How long is this An hour episode? and 11 minutes. Okay, a little bit longer, and then we'll, okay, uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll call it a day. We have a few more. So, um, this... Oh, so you just played DL. I'm going to play... This is, uh, this is a perfect circle. Technically, they're considered a super group because they have uh, Maynard uh, James Keenan mm-hmm. from Tool as well as that other guy. I can't remember his name. That's super. That's a great group, Kyle. <laughs> Billy uh, Howardell. And the then, other super group is Kyle Asia. <laughs> this is what John Wetton, Carl Palmer, has, uh, jo- Steve Howe. Joss Freeze. He was a drummer for Guns N' Roses and Nine Inch Nails. Okay. Pause. Uh, Len Chanton. She's now in uh, Pixies. Here's what makes a super group. When you say the person's name, oh, I know, you I know. know that individual Look, member. I didn't, yeah, but that's what it, that's what's classified. Carl Palmer. Some people might know these people's names. All right. Are you saying young people might know these names? I don't know. I don't know who. It's right. from 2000. All right. Let's uh, hear this is called uh, Judith. Someone sit down uh, and, and they're not on mic. I just want to make sure. Is that too loud in your headphones because you're listening in? Okay, cool. Um, that was pretty heavy, Kyle. Yeah. By the way, the person who just walked in, our episode tonight is hard and heavy, just like my ball. <laughs> but uh, okay, now my next song, I can't not play, uh, I cannot play, I can't not play a song from Thin Lizzy. Yeah. From a BFF Tom. Tom's with BFF. So this goes after Tom. Uh, now, traditionally, I don't... Um, Thin Lizzy's not metal. They're like a rock band. Yeah. I don't even know if I call... It, you, you're going to talk the next episode. I see you throwing up signs. I think... Uh, do you... Just nod. Do you think Thin Lizzy's heavy metal? You can't talk. You just have to... They're hard rock. Okay, they're hard rock. I think it, I think it was one of those things where, like, back then they were like, "Oh, this is heavy metal," but right. now it's more right. It's but, always changing depending yeah. on what. But I took a song off their last studio release called "Thunder and Lightning." This is when John Sykes was in the band, and this album was kind of a metal album. So let's give a little listen to something called "Cold Sweat." That album is their most metal. Yeah. And that was written by uh, Phil 
and again, I don't know how to say his name. Is it Lenoir? Is it Linot? Is it Linnet? Is it Leno? People, is it Leno? People in, in Dublin told me it's Linnet. Phil Linnet. <laughs> That's what they said. Ricky Work said it, and now I can't remember what it was. I think he said Linnet, didn't he? Maybe. I don't know. We better get it right, because he will come and beat us up. <laughs> Ricky Warwick looks so mean, but he's so nice. He'll beat us up with pillows. <laughs> He's got a unicorn pillow that he will beat the hell out of us with. You got another song? Um, yeah, I actually have... How many more do you want me to play? How about this? Since our next uh, guest co-host is here, what we'll do... Don't wave me. Oh, come on. Come on. He says stretch. Uh, you play a song. I'll play a song. You play a song. And then I'll do the play out. Okay, good, because... I had two that I couldn't choose from, so now... And we're not going to play any more from the listeners. Thank you, listeners. Yeah. Uh, we loved everything that you guys... Go uh, back and use look up that hashtag. I'm sure it'll still be there. <laughs> Rock Solid Podcast, metal request for Kyle to play. You can go down the list. You can play all of them for yourselves. <laughs> I made a super long hashtag just to be funny. Um... All right, so this is a this this is a band called Protest the Hero. They're considered prog metal. Okay, which I'm not a huge fan of normally. Well, by all means, play it. <laughs> well, no, I, I don't. This is a song I, I don't I, like really noodling and stuff. But I uh, hate this song. But, but no, I, I like I like this band. They have some good stuff. This is one of their funny. This is a weird song because it's funny, mm-hmm. and most of the songs aren't. But this song is called uh, Sex Tapes. Okay. And then they just like noodle for the rest of the song pretty much. So, And let me guess, that's a 12-minute song. No, uh, it's f- like four and a half. Oh, that's not bad at all. Um, yeah, so the, the album cover is like kind of okay. It's let me tell like you. a painting. Let me tell you Supergroup. I'm going to name a Supergroup right now. <laughs> Joe Satriani, Sammy Hagar, Chad Smith, Michael Anthony. That's a Supergroup. That's Chicken, chicken foot. foot. Yeah. How about this one? You ready? Yeah. Got another for you. Jack Blades. Tommy Shaw. Jack Black? Not Jack Black. <laughs> Shaw Blades. No. That's that would be a that would be a, 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 a that would be a super duo. But then you throw Michael Oh like uh, like Batman and Robin. Mm, no, that's a dynamic duo. <laughs> you throw a Ted Nugent in there. Mm-hmm. That's Damn Yankees. Oh. That's super group. I saw a play called Damn Yankees. It wasn't about the super group. <laughs> They actually do. That's a musical, right? Yeah. Yeah. This supergroup, Damn Yankees, they do the they whole do Broadway all the, show. All the music. Oh, okay. I'm going to say um, apologies to Scorpions. I was going to play uh, Big City Nights from Love at First Sting. Scorpions. Got to love the Scorpions. Right? <laughs> Hello, Los Angeles. I'm Klaus Miner. We are very happy to be here tonight. If Michael Shanker was here. What would he, how would he think the show's going so far, Kai? I don't know, but I, I kind of thought, wasn't he the person who, who came in? No, that wasn't who came in. Different well, guy came in. Because uh, I thought. But if he was here, what, how would he think well, the show's going so far? Hi, this is Michael. I hope you're all doing great. Keep on rocking. Okay. All right. 
Yeah, how's the but how's the recording, Michael? Yeah, Michael, come on, get it straight. Answer the question. Hi, this is Michael. I hope you're all doing great. I'm also glad that the recording has been successfully completed. <laughs> well, well, we're not done yet, Michael. Now keep look, on rocking. No, see now, Michael, you don't tell us when we're finished. We were not finished yet. All right, I'm going to play uh, a White Snake song. Now, the last song I played was Cold Sweat from 83. That was co-written by John Sykes. This song is also written by, co-written by John Sykes because he joined Whitesnake in 1987. They had the huge breakthrough, self-titled. And this is, this is about... Whitesnake, the early stuff, that's more blues-based rock. Mm-hmm. But this album, they started getting, uh, getting a little bit more metal. So let's hear a little bit of Still of the Night. I just wanted to say still in the night one more time. Rub it right in Shanker's face. It might be a while. I know he wants to make love to me. Well, hello. Done. We saw White Snake together too. We did. It's that our first date. Ago. <laughs> um, they were touring with the Purple Album. Yeah. Now they're on a Greatest Hits tour, tour and not coming to Los Angeles. Mm, by all means, bastards. Maybe they should have flip flopped that. Also, that was a good uh, show, though. Yeah, it was a good show. All the band members walked right by fans, didn't sign. <laughs> <laughs> Jerks. David Coverdale disappeared like a magician. <laughs> Where's Coverdale? He's already in Vegas. He sort, of, he sort of looks like a magician. <laughs> He's got a full fucking head of hair. An unbelievable head of hair. Uh, no, he does. <laughs> I know. I'm going to say my apologies. Apologies to uh, me, the Me, band, me. You. <laughs> uh, the listeners that are still here. Uh, Static X. I didn't get to play you. R.I.P. Wayne Static. Rock and Peace. He killed himself. I'm sure that's his real name. Um, killed himself because of that name. <laughs> He has hair that just goes like straight out, like mm-hmm. almost Great. like Beaker from the Muppets. Um, Great. <laughs> uh, apologies to Alaskan alternative metal band 36 Crazy Fists. That MP3 is just okay, so I won't muddle through that. Um, so this is another uh, band. I've seen them a couple times. They've also had two singers. This is with their second singer, and now they're back with their first singer. Yeah, that's, no, that's, what, Wayne that's what he looks, looks like. like. All right. Um, I think I've seen that guy before. And that guy killed himself? Yeah, I believe so. All right. I'm sorry I made fun of that. That's all right. Because um, I recognize him now. Oh, okay. Yeah, he bagged my groceries once at Trader oh. Joe's. <laughs> I'm kidding. I didn't. He's like, oh, you got, went with the steel cut oatmeal. Hey, we have one that was with quinoa. If you want to <laughs> check that out next time, that's really good. I highly recommend. Put Thanks. it in a bag. Um, now, is the turkey gravy, uh, is that seasonal? 
Because I can't find it over there. Um, you know what? It is it is kind of seasonal. Uh, we do actually have um, a different, we have a chicken type gravy. No, I'll, I'll try it. Where would I find that? Is that by the soups? Yeah, that's over near the soups. Um, it'll be in like a carton, like a soy milk type carton. Oh, okay. I think I walked right yeah. by that. I thought I actually thought it was soy milk. Yeah, it's confusing. Your, uh, your impression is spot on. <laughs> I imagine that's exactly how he sounds. <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, this is uh, Kill Switch Engage, and this is a more melodic song, but it's called uh, My Curse. That's cool. Yeah. I like it. There. Uh, Kyle, is there, an, is there any type of an episode in the future that you want to do? We can do another one of these two. For, it's just me and you. Okay. Yeah, I can't think of anything on top of my head. Oh, but. fantastic. <laughs> um, well, we'll do that as soon as you come up with something. <laughs> uh, again, thank you, Kyle. Big round, mm-hmm. of appla- round of applause at home. I want people to actually clap for Kyle working hard yeah, all the time. Yeah, this, was, this is way harder than I thought because I was like... No, the times when the couple times that you you haven't been here and I have to produce and play like for oh. the Bee Gees episode, it I, I said that the whole way through that episode. Did you hear me? Didn't yeah. I keep saying it was hard to do? Yeah. Um, no. It's, yeah, it's hard. It was. Uh, I meant it was hard to find songs and you know. Oh, oh you mean it, was, it was hard to prepare? F- yeah. To do what we to, to Kyle, it's a skill. <laughs> well, I'm glad you did it because this was yeah, last. Thanks. This was pretty much last minute too. No, I'm glad. I'm yeah. glad I got to play my bullshit. All right, cool. No, it was good. Very, yeah, I liked it. I liked the episode. I liked the songs we played. Um, thank you to uh, Andrew Rich for keeping the uh, Rock Solid podcast uh, mm-hmm. notes coming. Thank you for everyone who donates and listens and supports the show. Please don't tweet. No, that wasn't metal. You guys didn't play. Shut <laughs> up. There really, are lots look, of metal we, bands. Lots, lots of metal of bands. bands. Doesn't mean we won't do this again. We yeah. will do this again. So hang tight. Um, so uh, and thanks, you know, thanks to uh, you know all the co-hosts that are normally here and um, yeah. Mur- Murray. We broke into your gift basket uh, that Josh brought <laughs> you, and uh, I entered through the back as I often do, <laughs> and uh, pulled out a Reese's cup. So uh, you have one less Reese's cup. Uh, okay. So when we, uh, before we started to record, you and I agreed that this is one of the most metal songs by, yeah. by one of the best metal bands. Mm-hmm. And you heard them already tonight. Uh, and, and we talked about this already. We talked about it. And, uh, you heard this band already tonight, but with, with their original vocalist, Paul Diano. Now we're going to play, uh, with a classic lineup, uh, era with Bruce Dickinson from mm-hmm. the album, Peace of Mind. Take us out, Kyle, with a little bit of The Trooper.
your fire musket, but I'll run you through. So when you're waiting for the next attack, you better stand, there's no turning back.